then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. Because I can't catch a break, guys? Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another coaching call with me, your host, Brandon Mulligan. It is a pleasure to hang out with you for another 15 to 20 minutes in your busy, busy schedule. This week, guys, you're going to be covering some very important topics, meal planning and the 80-20 principle. So why you may be wasting your time. So why are you wasting your time? How could you be wasting your time? By being a busy idiot, all right? Great term, you're working hard, but in all the wrong places. So how do we make you a more effective fat loser, all right? How do we make you lose fat more effectively? How do we make your time more valuable and more efficient, all right? So that's what it's really all about today, guys. So nutrition is everything, all right? If you want to make progress, you need to focus on your nutrition, especially for fat loss and especially for building muscle, all right? If you're looking to, you know, tone up and get fit, those very vague terms, you will probably get very vague results. And therefore, with, you know, some inefficiencies, probably not going to be a big deal for you. But if you're really looking to take things to the next level, if you've plateaued for the last few while and you're really looking to make some progress, you're going to need to focus on your nutrition, all right? Maybe even more so than your exercise. So many people want to come into the gym and work bloody hard at me, but they don't want to do the, the real hard stuff, all right? The meal prep, getting organized, planning, that kind of stuff, taking the time out. There's a great principle called sharpening the saw, all right, where if you cut down a tree with a blunt saw, it'll take you three hours. It'll take you 30 minutes to sharpen your saw, and therefore only take an hour to cut down the tree. You could be sawing away with your blunt saw, think, Jesus, it's taking ages. I don't have time to sharpen the saw because then it would take me three and a half hours in total. It's like, no, the idea of sharpening the saw, taking that 30 minutes would therefore save you an hour and a half because an hour of sawing, an hour of sharpening, an hour and a half, three hours with your blood saw. Quick maths. All right, so sharpen your saw. This is your meal prep. This is how we set ourselves up for success. Your meal planning. This is, again, sharpening your saw. So you are 100% fooling yourself if you think you're going to bluff your way through nutrition. That is just not going to happen, all right? If you bluff your nutrition, you are bluffing yourself. You are what you eat at the end of the day. That is basic biochemistry all right when you eat something you break it down you store it you get rid of it whatever it is but again where you get your growth your essence for building is from your food so most people focus on exclusion of bad foods instead of focusing on inclusion of good food now bad foods quote unquote good foods quote unquote sometimes salad is not right all right sometimes uh, pizza is not right and so again it's all about your goals everything depends on your goals obviously you know, eating shit food all the time or foods that are empty calories, as we call them. So food with high calories or even just calories, maybe they're not too high, but don't really contain much nutrients. All right. That's what we call empty calories. So you're filling yourself up with energy, opening up the possibilities to go into a calorie surplus and gain weight and most likely probably gain fat. And you're not really going to get any energy benefits from it. You might feel a short term boost in energy but there's nothing really there's no sustenance there there's nothing nothing really worth having all right nothing that you couldn't get from good whole foods so 
goal-related nutrition. Goal-related nutrition. Nutrition, of course, is always relevant to your goal. What is right for you may not be right for me. So we're going to focus on three categories today. First one, protein. Why should you include it and how much should you include? So protein is vital for muscle maintenance and for growth. Okay, so let alone if you want to grow, just to maintain, you will need to take in a certain amount of protein. Obviously, this is going to change depending on your body size, on the amount of muscle that you have, that kind of stuff. So, you know, if two people are 60 kilo and one of them has far more muscle than the other, for maintenance, the person who has more muscle is going to just need more protein just to maintain despite the fact the same weight. So it's not just all based on weight. It's obviously based on muscle as well. So you know, I think it's about 0.8 to 1.2 grams, even up as far as 1.5. I heard some people um, like to take in per pound of lean mass and per pound of lean mass means per pound of muscle. All right. So you can roughly estimate how much muscle they have. Okay. And see if it's working for you and then either go up or down dependent. So this is it. Again, look, don't be focusing on exact numbers because if you get a number exact, well, maybe you're measuring it wrong. Maybe, you know, maybe you don't have that. Maybe you're you're given an exact number for 120 pounds of muscle, but maybe you actually only have 90. So maybe you don't need that much. Or maybe you think you have 120 pounds, you actually have 130. So, you know, don't worry too much about the exact. Focus on your progress. Focus on or is the number that you're hitting giving you the result that you want? If it's not, eat more. Or if you're if it's a, a growth issue, maybe eat less. So it all depends on your results. Carbs and fats, super important for different reasons. Also for the same reason, they're basically either way going to give you energy. So they're going to give you, they're going to be a source of calories. As is protein is a source of calories, but the main reason that we eat lots of protein, it's not for calories because it's very, very filling. So it's not the best place to go if you're just looking for a calorie bump. Probably fats is the best buying for your buck as it's got nine calories per gram. Carbohydrates, again, very, very enjoyable to eat. You know, our brain just absolutely loves carbohydrates. When we eat it, we get this feeling of satisfaction. I'm sure you've all been in a situation where you eat big bowl of pasta, big bowl of potatoes, lots of rice, and you just can't get enough of it. It's carbohydrates. Our body really, really does love to stuff itself full of carbohydrates. So carbs are a sugar source, essentially. They're always going to be broken down into glucose one way or the other. And then we've got fats, calorie-dense and important for hormone production. And again, this is very, very important. We need amino acids from protein. We need fatty acids from fats, and we need glucose for energy. So look, your body can make glucose from fats and protein but it's going to be easier if you make from carbohydrates all right less work for your body calories 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 the amount of energy consumed from the food groups so it doesn't really matter where you get your calories from it doesn't matter if you get them from protein carbs or fats or if you get them from whole foods or processed foods a calorie is going to be a calorie at the end of the day so it doesn't matter if you eat 3000 calories of zucchini it's like you're going to be if you if your baseline or energy output is going to you're going to start gaining weight you're not going to lose weight it's like, well, if you end over 2,000 calories, if that's your number, you're going to be in a 1,000-calorie deficit, zucchini or no zucchini. But good luck eating 3,000 calories of zucchinis, all right? And that's the idea of kind of whole foods is that, generally speaking, you're going to be a lot for trying to eat as many calories with whole foods. And this is kind of where fats come into play because some people generally do struggle to eat enough food. And so if you're struggling to eat enough, fats can be very, very useful. So again, we start on nuts, peanut butter, that kind of stuff. Well, then we are oils, that kind of stuff, fish, blah, 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 fatty cuts of meat. We're going to have a lot more calories in our system, and that might be what you're looking for. 
if you're looking to lose weight and have a very large appetite or even just quite a big appetite, cutting fats or reducing fats are going to be a very, very easy way to cut back on the calories. 80% of your results will depend on your nutrition out input. Sorry. So if you've ever heard 80-20 principle, so actually somebody said this to me last night in the call, two different ways you can take this is that if you're good 80% of the time, you know, you can afford to fob off maybe 20% of the time. I would kind of agree with that for the most part. You know, if 80% of everything is on track and you're only 20% is um, a little bit flippant, you should be all right for the most part. Unless it's a crazy 20% of the time, you're going absolutely nuts. So be careful of that because that's very easy. But the 80-20 principle that I'm talking about is that 20% of your effort will help you in getting 80% of your results. So the big one here is like meal planning and meal prep. It's like, it doesn't take in, you know, the, the grand grand scheme of the week. It's like, look, it might only take you two to three hours as a comparison to, you know, 24 by seven, quick maths, anyone wants to do the maths, feel free many hours in a week. It's like, look, it's a long week, a lot of hours, but you only need to spend an hour or three doing your meal prep and your meal planning. And your meal planning probably only need to do two, three times a year. So this is a 20% effort that could bag you the bulk of your results. So you'd be a fool not to do it. So obviously, 20% of 20% of your results will still come from physical exercise and physical input. And so again, look, this is all supported by your nutrition. So you can be a bodybuilder, train like a bodybuilder, you're not gonna get bodybuilder results with an awful, awful diet, all right? So this is obviously a rough law. It might not be 100% accurate, obviously, as this would be hard to measure exactly, but we all know that when we eat poor, we get poor results. It's not rocket science, all right? And so again, follow this philosophy for the next week and see how you go. In order for you to make progress, you need to have a plan. How else would you do it? How else? What other endeavor do you start without planning? If it causes, if there's a lot of moving pieces, the best thing you can do is have a plan. Maybe delegations needed. Maybe you need to be more efficient with your time. Maybe you need to create an extra hour in your week, but getting up early. I don't know, but the best thing that you could do is sit down, plan it, and have a look at it objectively. You know, when you're not in it, when you're not under pressure for time, you're not rushing around with all the hustle and bustle that your busy life brings. So, don't overlook the simple things. The simple things done right are super important. It's the simple things that are easy to do that will get you great results, like going for a walk, planning your meals, saying no to the, to the cake. Simple. It's simple, but it's also simple to miss. So be careful. So now I question anybody listening. If you are not getting the results that you want at a pace that you are happy with, do you have a written out meal plan? This is not, do you have a meal plan idea in your head? This is, do you have one written out somewhere now you could go and put your hands on it? If yes, congratulations. If no, that is the first thing I would advise you doing before you do anything else. Sit down, even a bad plan is better than no plan. Do you have a written out shopping list? So if you don't have a list that's written out to help you do your shopping, well then how do you set yourself up for the week to support your meal plan. And so again, those two should be working in tandem. And anybody watching this on the YouTube, all right, if you can see a little meal plan. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then write down exactly what you're gonna be those days. And that doesn't have to be exactly what you stick to, but I mean, if you're gonna design it, why would you not stick to it? I mean, it's your meal plan, you get to make it what you want. If you wanna slip in a few cheeky calories, you might have to pull back 
here, there, and everywhere, but make it work for you. This should be your meal plan, not my meal plan. It should include some fruits and vegetables that you like, maybe one or two fruits or vegetables that you will just at least give a go. It doesn't have to be, you know, oh, I absolutely hate tomatoes. I'm never eating tomatoes. Right? Don't put tomatoes in the plant. It's fine. You don't have to. Will you try a carrot? Will you try a couple of peas? Will you try a bit of sweet corn? Like, what are you into? What will you try? So we're going for our definites. So what fruits and vegetables will you definitely try? What are your maybes? And then what are your definitely nots? And so again, it's important to include maybes, you know, few and far between, but then the, the definitely's definitely include them. So review. So review from last week. Anybody jumped onto the podcast last week? If you didn't, feel free to check it out. It's still available. All right, so review. Last week, we challenged you guys to use MyFitnessPal every single day. All right, super, super important to use MyFitnessPal. What an education you will get from MyFitnessPal. It is one of the largest databases of food information in the world. So again, if you go in there, you'll get damn near everything that you can scan in the shopping center will be up there. Your calorie breakdown, all that kind of stuff will be up. So if you did do that, how did it go? Did you learn anything? If so, guys, again, you should be learning stuff. You should, oh, gee, I didn't realize how many calories were in my eggs. Yes, I didn't realize that I was completely um, overestimating or underestimating the amount of peanut butter I was putting in each serving. And I would really advise my fitness pal, especially in the early days, it goes hand in hand with a food scale. So if you're not measuring with a food scale, how do you know exactly how much food you're eating? So it's very, very important you get your food scale in tandem with MyFitnessPal. Be exact, again, especially in those early days, so you can make sure that you know what you're talking about. We also challenge you to weigh in every day. So if you've been weighing in every day, are you starting to learn your fluctuations? So big, big hype now about people, you know, not weighing in every day. And look, I understand that. I would really advise, you know, getting a little bit thicker skin. You know, obviously, if you've got, look, if you've got an eating disorder and, and issues with mental health, you've got other stuff going on. I understand that. So maybe this challenge isn't for you. But for the most part, for the general population, we can handle stepping on the foods or on the scales. Maybe we'll step on your food scales. Stepping on the weighing scales and seeing what's going on what what information am i looking at because at the end of the day it's just information it's up to you how you kind of take it in are you going to take a person are you going to let it get you into a bad mood or are you going to just have a look objectively and say well look this is what i ate yesterday this is my weight is today i'm pretty sure i'm on plan i'll have a conversation with my coach i'll go on to the healthy lifestyle club on the facebook group and i'll message and tag one of the boys or i'll reach into the fighting fit dms and I'll ask them if maybe I have a question, if you're absolutely stuck. Okay, and again, check out the other videos on our YouTube channel. There's plenty of information that hopefully will set you up in the right ways. Lastly, this week, I challenge you to write out a meal plan. It's okay if you already have one. Do it again, all right? Do another one. So we can make some changes and add some variety. So again, getting comfortable with meal planning is super, super important if you want to have success with your nutrition. So again, you should be a master meal plan designer. And again, it should be your menu. It should be something that you enjoy with your likes and your dislikes in mind, all right? And also everything geared towards your goals. Again, check out the other information that we have on how much protein you should have, how much calories you should have. It's all available on the YouTube channel. We give away all our best information for free because we're just that kind of place all right again we hope that if you enjoyed this podcast guys if you have any questions please send me a dm you can get me on instagram at ff movement coach again or you can check me out on the healthy lifestyle club on facebook guys thanks so much for joining me this week i know you're all busy thanks for taking time out of your day again sit down write your meal plan and thanks so much for watching i will see you in the next one peace